0: This podcast is a part of the Newhoff Media Podcast Network.
1: Good morning. Welcome to the Wednesday morning edition of Community Connection. Today we are very happy to have with us Jean Dunn. And of course, Jean and I are old friends from Danville Area Community College. Jean, one of our uh one of our most loyal listeners, I understand, is Brad Weaver. So Brad Weaver's listening. So should we do a shout out to Brad? Hi, Brad. He's one of the people I miss.
0: <laughs> I actually so, Jean- miss a, I miss a lot of people. I miss my DAC family every day.
1: Mm-hmm. I I miss them too, but I'm happy I'm happy to miss them you know yep. I'm kind of enjoying the, this gig. I'm going on two years and of course you're you're going on a couple of months, right yep
0: yep it's retirement is wonderful.
1: It is wonderful. And, and so let's just talk about Brad for a second, you know, because if Brad's <laughs> listening, let's just give him his homage right here. So Brad Weaver has been at the college forever. I think he started, I'm trying to figure out if he started as a student. I'm sure he'll let us know, but of course he was a student. He did cross country um, and, and he began working at DACC, has been there forever. And I'm not sure of his exact title, but he's kind of like the campus do it all person he's in charge of mail room and deliveries and vans and what campus else Gene? services and campus he services. is the go-to guy for
0: really just about anything you need on campus
1: mm-hmm. and so if you need a file cabinet brad weaver knows oh. where to get the prime file cabinet <laughs> <laughs> so shout out to brad and his crew and all of the great work they do you know i think of the number of student workers he's had in that department oh. because he has Two or three student workers every semester, and I mean, they they just become a fixture in our lives, along with other DAC personnel.
0: Yeah, one of my boys was one of uh, one of the campus services guys when he was going to DAC. So, oh, that's right, I remember him.
1: Mm-hmm. So, Gene, um, you know, again, we're talking about retirement and being able to do all the different things we love. You are involved in a thousand things, so uh, yeah, tell me. For, well, I am sorry, back back up. And I want to talk about your wonderful husband, too. So tell oh. us about Gene Dunn and her wonderful family.
0: Okay. I um, uh, I am married to Chris Dunn, who is, uh, he retired about 14 years ago, but not really because he is a researcher and an author um, with a focus on advanced technology in ancient civilizations. Um, his third book is currently um He's reviewed the galleys, and it will be published. Um, I think January is going to be the publication date for his third book. And he leaves tomorrow for a huge conference in California where he will be doing a presentation. And um, so, yeah, I'm married to a world-famous author, but authors don't make a lot of money, unfortunately.
1: (laughs) Hey, so... You need to tell him he needs to get on my list because I want to make sure that I interview him. And one of my jobs was with the college at one point was being the recruiter. So I would go into different businesses and talk with, uh, you know, workers about coming and taking classes when they weren't at work. And, um, of course, I met your husband through there. And we started talking about Egypt and the pyramids. And I was just fascinated. Yeah, I will
0: definitely put the bug in his ear to get in touch with you. Um, he will be having a book launch party here in Danville. We do that every time he's got a new book out. So we will keep you in the loop for that. I would love to see okay. you the there.
1: We would love to be there. You know what? Let's take our first break so we can really jump into the subject when we get back. Um, okay. So we'll take a short break and we'll be right back. Welcome back to Community Connection. Today we are speaking with Jean Dunn, and she is going to talk about the DLO Horror Walk. I said it. I said it, Jean. You said it. It sounded
0: perfect. (laughs) Um, I have been involved with DLO Musical Theater um, since before its name changed, when it was Danville Light Opera. And I began uh, my relationship with DLO back in 2003 as a stage mother, um, when two of my boys were in... The King and I, Um, and since then I have done just about anything one can do through community theater. Um, I've performed, I've directed, I've produced, I've served on the board, and I am currently, I took a break from the board for a while, but I'm currently back, um, second year of my current tenure, and the th- the thing with community theater that I really want to share right now and why this is important um, is that no theater is not struggling right now. Whether it's professional theater or community theater or theater in the schools, we're all struggling. Um, Pre-COVID, it was not that bad. We could make ends meet. Um, DLO looked for a home for a long time and finally purchased a building, uh, 141 North Walnut Street, we call it Backstage. We purchased that building about three months before the COVID shutdown, because who knew? Right. Um, so that was really painful. <laughs> really, really painful, especially financially. Um, but uh, through the work of, Many volunteers and hundreds and hundreds of hours, we have taken a building and turned it into, uh, we have a beautiful rehearsal space. We have a huge workshop for building and storing sets. We have a costume room that is fantastic. And all of these things require upkeep and there are more renovations that need to be done to the building. On top of that, putting on a musical, Um, The average cost of putting on a musical, I know that the community is not aware of fiscally what goes into it beyond the volunteer hours. This is all volunteer. Everything we do is volunteer. Um, And it's, it's, it's getting close to 16 grand plus to put on a show. Wow. It's a lot of money. Um, between renting venues, which has skyrocketed in Danville over the last couple of years, to paying royalties um, and then all of the other things that come into it, sets, costumes, all the stuff. Um, and paying instrumentalists. A lot of theaters who do musical theater are going to tracks now because paying instrumentalists has become exorbitant. Not that they don't deserve every penny they get, because they deserve every penny they get. Um, but it's hard for us to always meet that cost without sacrificing other ways. So uh
1: now we can get to the DLO Horror Walk. Um Okay, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Go you ahead. That, sorry. I have, I have, quest- I have a question. I have So uh, you know, as you were talking, sixteen thousand and and I'm trying to do math. That's and a license. very rough, very right. rough estimate. Right, but trying to do the simple math in my mind, I mean, there, there's. Do you all even break even? I mean, because in my mind, you're not even breaking even.
0: Um, <laughs> once in a while, you luck out and you have a show, particularly shows that have um, that feature children, like Susical did when we did Susical. We do well. We make a little bit. We don't make a lot. Um. Most shows, breaking even, we try really hard. Some shows, we lose money. It's Mm -hmm. just the way it is. It's the nature of the beast. Um, And that's why we have to depend on advertisers and sponsors and fundraisers, which is where the Horror Walk comes in. Last year, the fundraising committee was kind of sitting around and brainstorming ideas. And in the past, I have... Um, organized psychic fairs for fundraisers for the Fisher before it was renovated and that kind of thing. And I thought, oh, maybe we can do that at Backstage. And then it kind of turned into, oh, you know, it'd be really cool, a haunted house. And we thought about doing that at Backstage, but then you get into liability of having people in all your areas and stuff. And that moved into, well, can't we do a ghost walk downtown? Last year in three weeks, we slapped together a ghost walk And it made some money, and uh, it went well, and people responded positively, Um, but we knew it could be bigger and better. So this year we started in August. We have um, a cast of about 50 people. Our theme is classic horror movie monsters, and we're bringing them all in. Freddie, Jason, I I don't want to ruin it all for you, but we will have actually sets built through downtown Danville with special effects. Um, And I have to give a shout out to our creative team. We have um, Kenzie Kaiser, Susan Rose, and Lee Bridgman, And I are the creative team for this. And Lee also wrote the script. So we have a scripted piece this year. And the tours will go out in groups of 10. They'll start at backstage, head to Harrison Street, and then just loop right around that big block. Uh, The tours will take between 20 and 25 minutes. And this is not for the faint of heart, and it is not for children. I really want to stress that. This is not for children. Um, We're encouraging people to be aware that you may get splashed. Not definitely, but if you're near the action, you might get a little splash. don't wear anything you love um, and the groups will be 10 so it will be small groups. And we are we are just so excited with everything that we're putting into this um that we really need to sell tickets. So tickets are twenty dollars and they can be reserved. Um, you can go to the DLO Facebook page for information, go to the events and it will give you all the information or the website which is dlomusicaltheater.com and theater is r e not e r and um, you can buy your make your reservation online. And I think that we are going to accept walk-ups for the tours but it will be on a space available basis. So if people walk up, it may be okay. We can get you into the tour that goes at this time. So you may have a wait time where we'll tell you to go and come back because our waiting space for the tours is small. Okay. And so when is this going to take place? This is taking place on Saturday, October 28th. And the first tour will go out at 6 p.m. And we are scheduling... I believe the last one goes out at 9 30 or 9 45. And we wrap up by 10. Um, we do have some kids actually in the cast because a lot of classic horror movies feature creepy kids. So we've got some kids involved, but it's not a kid appropriate walk in and of itself.
1: Um, so this is happening this weekend. So everyone, this is this weekend. If you're looking for something, yeah fun to do this is the time to do it get your tickets um it sounds like a great great way to spend some time with friends and just hanging out downtown danville which is so cool but i'm just thinking of your back, your backdrops with all the buildings and um this is going to be a fantastic oh, the lighting
0: fest. the lighting downtown at night is just creepy anyway. so we're making good <laughs> use of like like lee and susan have walked this tour so many times now at all different times. It's it's going to be great.
1: Okay, well, let's take our last break and we'll come back and we'll um, finish talking about it. Welcome back to the final segment of Community Connection. This morning we are speaking with Jean Dunn about the D. DA- L O Horror Walk, which is going to take place this weekend, for only twenty dollars, you can get one of these tickets and just have a fantastic uh, weekend walking around, or week night, weekend night, walking around downtown Danville and having the crap scared out of you. (laughs) (laughs) Pretty much, right?
0: (laughs) Yes, and it really—it's only going to take like less than a half hour of your night. So if you have other plans, because the twenty eighth there is a lot going on. Halloween wise, like a ton of stuff going on, but you still have time to come and do our horror walk, um, you know, and support the theater company because we need all the help we can get. Um, People who do come on the horror walk will be walking away with a glow and glow in the dark keepsake wristband, (laughs) which is also how we, which is also how we'll identify our tour walkers because we, we will be keeping an eye on like people can't just jump on the tour. Like if someone's hanging out downtown, they can't just jump on the tour.
1: Um, so, gee, even worse, I'm thinking about somebody that's literally just walking downtown Danville, and they happen upon this. And <laughs> I think it'll be pretty <laughs> obvious.
0: Um, we have we have guides for the tours. We have uh, Dr. Jekyll with assistant, um, who will, and we we will have some kind of signage that they'll be holding to, you know, show that it's you know, the tour, um, but if anyone spots them downtown and wants to, you know, come over and buy a ticket, we'll be happy to take you through the whole thing. And um, the the prep for this has been a blast. We've got the cast is wonderful. Mm-hmm.
1: So um, do you want to tell us about any of the cast members Any any per any couple you want to just highlight for the oh, audience? Goodness. There are so many um oh gosh the one thing that i
0: did not oh i am very remiss this is actually a partnership and shame on me for not saying that right from the get-go this is a partnership with cotter grim theatrical storytellers um during our initial meeting about this uh talking about people who were involved last year uh, we realized that there were a lot of cotter grim folks who had joined us last year and decided to say hey you want to play together. Um, and that way both theater companies are making money. And I apologize to everybody, everybody that I did not make that clear from the beginning. This is a partnership. Um, and Cotter Grimm has been, Lee Bridgman, uh, who 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 is very involved with Cotter Grimm, also wrote the script for this. And he's doing so much work on the sets and the special effects. And we get messages about, look at this fog machine working off my battery. And, you know, it's it's just a blast. But, yes, oh. it is a partnership. And both theater companies, DLO and KTS, will we will split any profit from this 50-50. So you're not just helping DLO folks. Um, it's actually two theater companies.
1: Okay, I was going to say, well, don't feel too bad because I threw you off at the very beginning when we started talking (laughs) about Jack. So I took you out of context. But thank you for bringing that up. And again, the importance of supporting theater. Recap that again, please. Live
0: theater is there's no experience like it. And a lot of people, um, since COVID, are just not coming back to fill those seats like they used to. There's so much you can stream on TV. There's so much you can, you know, do in the movies and live theater is suffering because of it, but there is no experience like it. Um, this Horror Walk is a classic example. Like, sure, you could go see, you know, Friday the 13th, but wouldn't you rather experience it live?
1: <laughs> yes. I mean, yes. So Well, maybe not. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe I'll take <laughs> but, but it's over all- here. Yeah. yeah. And and it's
0: just heartbreaking because there isn't a week that goes by that we don't get email from the you know the organizations we're involved with that work with community theaters and and that we don't get a notice that somebody else is shut down, and it's a reality. It's if if we don't keep making money and people don't keep coming to shows, or support our fundraisers or buy ads, it's
1: not gonna it's not gonna keep going. And, And, you know, I think that's one of the things for County and just the whole Ileana area, you know, thinking about the whole area, I think that's something we're well known for is, is for our arts.
0: Absolutely. When I relocated 27 years ago from New England, one of my fears is that I wasn't going to have access to the kinds of things culturally that I had back east. I was involved with community theater before I moved out here. And when I got to Danville and I'm like, they have a symphony orchestra? What? They have three theater companies, you know, and the school system, you still have theater in the school systems here, Uh, mind blown. And what a shame it would be to lose that. And I'm really passionate about filling the seats and for people to have that experience. And for, we have incredible youth and teen programs in the summer and these kids, they just build family. They meet their best friends um, and they, go on to use theater skills, even if they're not doing theater, any job they go into, they've got communication skills. So it's an incredible experience all around. And what a shame it would be not to be able to offer that to our community
1: definitely so we want to make sure that we're we're, we are supporting the arts because we all enjoy it and you know it's kind of one of those things we don't want to take it you know take it for granted and then it's not there as you said you're hearing all the time of different ones closing so we want to make sure we're doing that supporting these events going out you know looking at them you know I've heard people talk about the talent and you know I've seen it myself obviously first so much I know. So much
0: talent in this town. It's, it's, if I'll put a plug in for DLO's Christmas story, which is in production right now, these kids are going to blow your mind. If you know the movie, A Christmas Story, you have to come see this musical. It, you have to. It's fantastic. Um, And there is currently with ticket sales, with every adult ticket purchased, you get a child ticket free. So, there's no reason not to bring the family. It's going to be, it's going to be fabulous.
1: Yeah, for sure. Um, So if we want to learn more about DLO in general, you said we could visit the Facebook or you did have a website. The website is
0: dlomusicaltheater.com. And we are on Facebook. We're on all the social media. Kenzie Kaiser is our social media guru and she does a fantastic job so you can find us on instagram and TikTok and all the things so i'm yeah. old i don't do all the things <laughs> but um where we are everywhere
1: um okay so if somebody's just tuning in let's recap what's going to be happening this weekend give us the details and ticket information
0: Saturday, October 28th, starting at 6 o'clock, we will be doing a horror walk, which was is basically um, a ghost tour of downtown Danville, where you'll have an opportunity to encounter classic movie monsters and be scared. We're really going to try to scare you. Not appropriate for children. Great for teens and adults. High school kids and college kids would love this. And uh, we've put in a lot of work. There will be special effects, there are sets being built, and a cast of over 50 to scare the bejesus out of you. So come see us. We will be starting at Backstage 141 North Walnut. You can get tickets online. Reservations are highly recommended so you can get a reserved time. Um, but we will be taking walk ups uh, based on sp- space available. So I think okay, I
1: got good it all. Good information. Thank you so much, Gene. I appreciate it. Um, let's make sure we get that children's show scheduled to uh, come on Community Connection so we can let the audience hear all about it. We'll get them scheduled. And audience, um, again, support the arts. We can't take it for granted. We have to be a participant. Please. And who doesn't want to come out for that horror walk this weekend? It's going to be That's a blast. Sounds like it. I mean, yeah. it sounds really creepy, honestly. When you think about downtown Danville at night, I can just envision how creepy this is going to be
0: just to stress that we are putting safety first as a priority so even if you see creepy kids out what you need to know is that we have eyes on those kids at all times with we, we will have um i don't know what they call it with the police the reserves the i can't remember what they call what the term is but there will be we have security and police in the area um so it will be
1: very safe Okay. Thank you so much, Jean. Audience, I hope you've enjoyed today's show. I know I certainly have. We will be back in the morning. We are actually going to talk about something else happening in downtown Danville, and that will be the Potter Fest. So we'll talk with you tomorrow. Have a good rest of the day.
0: You've been listening to the Newhoff Media Podcast Network. For more, visit newhoffmedia.com.